online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Very good game, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Grim fans. Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV for the Grim After Show. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, that was a hell of a mid-season finale, you guys. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Uh, tweet at me throughout the week, throughout the show, throughout the holidays, at that Zach Wilson. Um, this episode, Vessen Nacht. And uh, let me introduce my, my fantastic panel. going to help me recap it, review it, and discuss the heck out of it. Tari Miller. Hey, I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-Y. Yell Teagles, bright and chipper. That was so smooth. <laughs> um, you can find me online at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And I am live in the chat roll with you guys. You've already started talking, and I'm trying to catch up. So slow it down. <laughs> Everybody relax. Nice and slow. Yeah. I mean, don't relax. We have a lot to, oh, to talk yeah. about tonight. Uh, yeah. Get pumped! <laughs> um, but the quote this yes. week. Awake, arise, or be forever fallen. <laughs> that um, that's a, a quote, obviously a quote from uh, John Milton uh, in Paradise Lost. Yeah. Um, the tale of the devil. Oh. Interesting. Um, I mean, do you know? Do you know this? Uh, fun fact: I don't read. If any, <laughs> anyone who watches the Librarian After Show is fully aware of yep. how much I I don't read. Okay, nope. uh, Paradise Lost is about uh, the fall of Lucifer from heaven. Oh, um, and chronicles that his journey dealing with that. I can't say I've read it in detail. Spark notes, um, <laughs> uh, but uh, that's that's the basic story, which. In the case of uh, this episode and the big twist at the end, I think is particularly appropriate because ah. of the fall from grace um, and then finding a new purpose to who you are. Okay. Interesting. And reinventing yourself after losing everything, including maybe your life. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Because there's a lot to talk about before we can get into that reveal. Yep. Yeah. Um. Oh, boy. All um, right. I want to talk real quick about the episode title, because I realize not everybody may be aware of this. Oh, yeah. I, I guess I take I take that for granted a little bit. Yeah, me as well. Yeah, I um, had no idea. So, uh, really? The, yeah. The episode title, uh, Wessenacht, uh, is based off the uh, historical event Kristallnacht, which um, translates to Crystal Night uh, or the Night of Shattered Glass, and it was during uh, the Holocaust during World War II mm -hmm. when Jewish stores were um, vandalized and broken and their shattered glass was left on the streets and yeah. people were murdered. And That's part beaten. of why this episode, the the way it opened mm -hmm. with that scene, I think for me was one of the scariest moments in Grimm hmm. to date um, because of how real it is. Yeah. 
Um, and like that's again the str- and I've I've said this on other shows, especially like uh, on tar- we're talking about Jessica Jones a lot mm-hmm. here these days. Um, <laughs> but but just it's a very and Grimm I think does a great job with it is using this lens of the supernatural or powers or like creatures coming to life hidden around you they use that as a way to talk about very real world issues mm-hmm. um, we dealt with with gay and interracial marriage yeah. uh, a couple seasons ago with Mon Rosalie last um, season was that last season <laughs> that was last feels season. so long ago yeah um, they've just been because they're such a great couple we figure they've been married forever <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that but they used that lens, and we 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 had mixed feelings about the way that it was done and everything. But this, I thought, was a very well done analogy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because it it evoked that that fright of like they just smashed in windows, mm-hmm. um, targeting people, dragged him into the streets. This guy who's like, I, he owns a flower shop. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's never done. He, he's never harmed anyone a day in his life like this peaceful person just dragged into the streets and had his throat ripped out by a scallon gag yeah yeah d-bag scallon gag <laughs> <laughs> i like the, your names for everyone tonight but like what was um xander's name xander xander jerk jerk? Face. Yeah, xander oh yeah jerk. xander well yeah so the other person <laughs> that's taken is xander or xander mcjerkface yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and I like that actor. I've seen him in a bunch of yeah. stuff. Uh, um, he's tell good. me. Yeah. Uh, so this was a new uh, Vessin that we have, and he's kind of a blowfish. Uh, and I was told that, uh, thank you, first off, thank you so much to Grimaniac uh, Daniel, who sent me tons of information, including that um, his name translates to cowardly slug, uh, vaguely, from German. How is it pronounced, Zach? So here's the thing. I don't think this is entirely fair, because <laughs> normally I have the show to pronounce it for me. Uh-huh. But they never said it on air. Uh, are you sure? No, they did, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I'm I blink? Sure they did. It was, yeah, because I have it written down oh, here. what did you write? Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I'm going to give it a shot, regardless. <laughs> I'm so, uh, but thank you to Grim Wiki for... Grimaniac. For, Grimaniac Daniel. of the Grim Wiki. Yes, yes, Daniel. For sending it aloud to us. He gets, um, he gets specific props because he sent it directly to us. It, yeah. it was a... Uh, Hassan Fuziga Schnecke. Hassan Fuziga Schnecke. I wish Damien was here to correct you. I don't see the thing is like I've got it like like spelled out like supposedly phonetically, but I think that's actually making it harder. Right. Hassan Hassan Fuziga Schnecke. Hassan Fuziga Schnecke. Yep. Nope. I'm adding Whack extra syllables. Like There's definitely three extra syllables <laughs> in that are. one. Um, uh, good. Um, is it supposed everyone... to... Am I, am I accidentally making it sound Jewish? <laughs> I guess. Um, everyone in the chat is uh, is being like, they definitely said it. Okay. I'm, I blinked. <laughs> yeah. Um, With your ears. <laughs> yep. That I missed happens. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, it translates loosely you... to cowardly slug. Too, I was too excited by everything else going on in this episode that I missed that. <laughs> because uh, Trouble is back. Yay! Like, truly back with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when she's woken up, I'm sorry. So she's having her nightmare and she wakes up and Nick is there holding a crying baby and goes... Oh, did I wake you? Yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> You're holding a crying baby. Did you wake her? <laughs> I like, mean, I get that it's not a very big place, <laughs> but, like, 
Sorry, I woke you. No, no, I'm sorry. Let me let me hold this this alarm clock over your head. Did I wake you? Well, in his defense, she has been asleep for 25 hours. <laughs> I imagine they like drew on her face, washed it off, yeah. like moved her around, like did a bunch of other stuff. Just because, like, photo. yeah. I mean, they, they did have that awkward. They they did have to do that awkward off screen thing of changing her clothes for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, Nick and, and Trouble are very much brother and sister. Yeah. Especially when she's crying and she sees him and she's like, I why do I always do this when I'm around you? It's so <laughs> cute. Brother, sister. Aww. That's how I am with my brothers. Yeah. Totally. I love them. I like <laughs> that the chat role, like, a few of them are, like, just ripping into me and a few of them are defend like trying to defend me. Lydia, <laughs> let's not torture Zach by making him pronounce it. Um whatever. <laughs> and then James Moran. The Zach, one day you will pronounce it right. Yeah, whatever. Um yeah, and the gram uh, the gamer girl is pointing out that Damien should be here every week to help Zach with pronunciations. Yeah. No one's arguing. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, alright. So I feel like I feel like uh, I know that Nick was being very nice about, like, not pressing her for details immediately. Mm-hmm. But I felt like he could have gotten a lot more out of her. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Uh, I get that she was just through a lot of trauma. But but they were really tiptoeing around the, like, what is everyone's purpose? What What is the uprising? What is your, your role in it? It was just like, tell us what you want, you know? Enjoy some pizza. Yeah. Um... I I did like her little like smorgasbord of leftover food yeah. that they've collected. Uh, made me hungry. <laughs> um, but uh, I did re- I did love that we got some details. Hey, hey guys, called it. We called it. <laughs> Which oh yeah, part? Um, we called a lot. Yeah. Um, well, uh, the, the SGO, SGO mm-hmm. secret government organization is in fact a secret government organization. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, Hadrian's, Hadrian's wall. wall. HW not better than SGO. No, not at all. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh I mean, that'd be a really weird title for like actual title for for a government branch, though. Yes, I'm from the secret government organization. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Secret. Uh, no, um, I, I'm sorry. I work for the SGO. What's the SGO? I cannot disclose. That's another pay grade. <laughs> Done. Right there. Yeah. What HW? I'll well, show you my HW in a second. Will you? <laughs> no, I'm frustrated. Okay. Go on. Um, I was before just before the show. I I felt like there was a, some significance to the name Hadrian's Wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this wall that was built in Rome. Uh, and a, what Wait, you Googled? I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they also talked about it briefly. When Hadrian's wall, when she introduced it, she, she refers like, "Oh, it's uh, this the ancient story." Yeah, that okay. I didn't feel like that was sufficient. Go on. Yeah, well, like I, I guess it was built, and there there are a number of different historical theories as to why it was built. But essentially, mm. the main thread of it is that this guy got a divine. Uh, Belief that he had to build this wall to keep out um, the uh, one of the one of the things said the uh, the scoundrels. Another thing said to to essentially quell a rebellion. Um, so I think that is the main thread of why it's called mm. Hadrian's Wall. Um, I like that at least. Hadrian's Wall is a weird title for a. It's just a weird title for a, an organization. Um, yeah, it doesn't have a, it doesn't have like a powerful ring to it. 
Ivan is pointing out that yeah, it's a real thing. We get it. Thank you. I'm sorry that I'm dumb. No, Tari. Uh, thank you, Tari, Tari, for for bringing. Bam. We bringing, bringing us a book report. Great. All right. Cool. Uh, I did. I did my book report. You did yours. Wow. Yeah. We're on top of it, Zach. Oh yeah. How what was do. your book report? On Kristallnacht. Oh, and then I did mine on Paradise Lost. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we all did our homework, guys. Oh. And that's the show. Thanks so much, guys. See you next week. My name's Tom um, Miller. You can find me. <laughs> well, just digging into digging into Trouble's story. So Trouble okay. comes back here, and I I like um, Mr. Goku Junior. Yes. Uh, frequent just guest in the chat role. Uh, this is a great way of putting it. I don't know if we've we've compared a lot of people on and a lot of things on the show to Buffy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but. He points out she's what Buffy would have been if she didn't have any friends or family. And I think it's a very accurate way of looking at it. That, like, powered person just, like, forced to deal with these monsters, um, but with no no support structure. Okay. I could see that. Um, I, I just thought it was a cool, uh, cool observation. Well, yeah. So the way it looks like we're going, especially with the introduction of the SGO and more about the uprising, and, and I hope... This doesn't go... Cut me off if I go too much into promo for next week. But I'm trying not to say anything. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we're heading towards a shift in the way the show is going, where we're less Vestin of the Week and more um, this new SGO organization. And I think that we're... All right, I'm gonna wait till I'm gonna wait. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. No spoilers until until the the spoiler wall for Mm -hmm. predictions. Yeah, there's a lot of information out, so stick around for, yeah. for that. Um, but I, I thought it was a, I loved I liked their conversation that she's giving him this information. She shows off the bike, mm-hmm. yeah. and Nick's like, "Yeah, I tried that that one." Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but all of this is building towards something. It's 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 interesting to see where trouble is, and I'm not. So she's like a spy now. Yeah, like she's. Employed by this government agency, apparently they pay her pretty well mm-hmm. in cash. Yeah. yeah, and she gets to travel. Yeah, I like that we. She finally has a place where she feels like she belongs. I don't know how much of that feeling is uh, like that she feels, but I feel like this is her doing what she was meant to do. Because like she's always been like a classic grim, and now she can put that to use without any like real legal pr- repercussions. Oh, especially when she says like I was doing what grims do. Yeah, um, which is really interesting to hear and to see her say it to Nick, who is like the grim not doing what grims do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just to clarify, because everyone in the chat role is like, oh, yeah, it, this is the mid season finale. We'll be back in January. Right, right, right. Not next week. Yes. Show. We weren't ending the show. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, in the, about the promo. Right. Next episode. Anyway. Next, yeah. Yes. <laughs> no. No. I'm sorry, Miller. <laughs> You're on top of it. Uh, no. Wait, we have way more to talk about. Way more to Zach. talk about. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Let's um, talk about the... Trouble and... <laughs> yes. So, Okay. Trouble has a bomb ass job. What I love about this yeah. reveal that it is a government organization, like we've been yelling about it. The SGO. Yes, the HW. SGO. HW. Um, the SGO. What, I, what I love about it is what it implies about the world at large. Because you know, you guys know I love that stuff. Yes. Um, and we got a bunch of it in this we, episode. There was a part uh, that I was sitting there being like, Zach's probably giggling like a little girl. <laughs> yes. Um, 
But the idea, but so this means that the government is aware, like the U.S. government is aware of Vesson, at least parts of it. Yeah, enough that there is a force that is tasked with dealing with Vesson specific problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Meisner works for them. Uh huh. Um, it may or may not lead them. Is sort of like. Wait a second. Okay, so you've been talking about how Meisner isn't really a merc. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. So that means if he's part of the SGO, HW, um, he was undercover as as a merc. A merc, right? Like the way cops, yeah, narcs go yeah. undercover. That's like he he infiltrated the resistance, yeah. as a mercenary. Right. Um, on behalf of the SGO. He's so much more complicated than we ever thought, yeah. and I'm so happy. It's like how a spy <laughs> was, is essentially assessing a threat. Because uh, Diana was, uh, uh, in the Vesson world, uh, equivalent to like a nuke. So he's kind of going in and getting the information and making sure it's secure, not in the wrong hands. Mm. I wonder how much Renard knows. Mm. That's an interesting... As like somebody who... I don't... I don't imagine he knows about it at all. Yeah, but like that's um, why it's interesting is how mm-hmm. did Renard get a hold of this specific Merc to send him in? Well, I think they are aware of Renard. Right. And so I just wonder how they how that I want to know how that all came to be. I mean, you know it's mean? that kind of thing that like, I mean, I yes, I would love to see the details. Right. Yeah. Um, but you get why that's so cuz like Meisner was brought in because Renard had uh, hired him. Yeah. Yep. Well, it could be like a white collar thing where they knew that he was looking for someone, so he put himself in the in the position uh, to be selected. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so excited. Uh, Meisner's really been pulling the strings to everything on Grimm. I think is what we're sort of building towards. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so I fell in love with the right person. Yeah, yeah. Two seasons ago, or did you? Did your did your love create? Uh, like they're like, I think this guy should be important. <laughs> no, they're like this girl's crazy. <laughs> Correct. Two could both to be true. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Um. But so I'm very interested to see what trouble does moving forward like with this super spy lifestyle because in a way they're both like doing the same thing mm-hmm. like they just work for different levels of government right um and <laughs> it's true I know um and I, I mean uh, Nick might be tempted to go down that road I can't imagine he he wouldn't be like to be able to do what he does but like with an official capacity and not have to worry about like police procedure yeah. as much. Though uh, I imagine that uh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I imagine that the SGO works a lot differently than Nick does. Like I imagine that the, everyone that's working for them is straight up killing people, whereas Nick tries to at least stay within the bounds of whatever laws he's working within. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, Lydia in the chat said Renard knows nothing, but Vanessa in the chat goes, Renard knows something. <laughs> it's They're like arguing in the chat. Love it. You know nothing, Sean Renard. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Sorry, now I'm thinking about caves. Go on. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he likes blondes, not redheads. Um, Juliet. Yep. <laughs> mm, <that's fair. laughs> but that was under a spell. 
Love no. spell. Well, the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, sir. Um, you think I'm anyway, not counting who's hooking up with speaking him, of Speaking of uh, hooking up and the results of hooking up, uh, Adeline. <laughs> oh, I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> uh, no, Adeline. I mean, Trouble has a, has a conversation with Adeline in this that was super awkward oh, yeah. in all the best ways. Yeah. Um, like, so are you and Nick, like... <laughs> a thing? Yeah. No, I. I mean, I. I we're just we're sl- we're just sleeping. T- yeah. T- together, but not we're not sleeping together. You know, next to each other, next to. Yeah. And adorable. then she asks, "Did Meisner say anything about me?" That was the best part, <laughs> especially because earlier we had Nick being like, "So you know Meisner," and trouble being all like, well, "I told him you guys would have to meet." Oh, we met. He saved your life. Mm-hmm. And now Adeline's like, did he, did he ask about me? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, guys, my sister's important. Well, Nick's basically like, he yeah, he saved your life, but like, why? Like, who is this person? Right. Who is this man that you're bringing home trouble? <laughs> yeah, I haven't had a chance to vet him. I don't Aww. know, but I'm pretty sure he slept with mom one time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we They now? didn't sleep together, they didn't sleep together. We don't know that. Um, but we're assuming that now Adeline is taking place of mom. That that was the joke. She's it's stepmom. Like, it's like this super... Well, yeah, but like... I'm not ready yet. <laughs> Guys, I just want to be clear. As much as I like this like um, slow building relationship happening between Nick and Adeline, I'm not ready yet. Mom <laughs> no, just left. You're and- not. you're not ready yet. Um, but I think I, they, I think they've paced it right. Yeah, um, absolutely. And then, like, they've dropped little bits of it, but, like, and it's not that they've, like, like, I really want to hook up with you, but I can't because the memory of my dead wife or dead fiance. <laughs> like, it's not that. It's, um, it's just that they haven't had time. Right. Um, but, like, there's clearly a chemistry there. Yeah. That they both, I think both characters are aware of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but both are, like, we can't do anything about that. Yeah. Because that's real weird on so many levels. Um, But it was interesting to see Adeline sort of... Again, there's just more and more differences between Adeline now and Mm -hmm. Adeline Hexenbeast. Yeah. I really like Adeline now. Yeah. I really like Well, she's all the sweet points. It's not like we didn't see this Adeline before. Did we? I think we did. Like, it... It wasn't a big part of who she was, but it never. But like that, that that want for her. Well, I guess the child well, uh, was when she wasn't a hex and beast. But yeah, um, well, I'd say yeah, we saw a little bit of her uh, being a little more tender and sweet. But at the same time, it before it was it was always to get something, and now we get to see it in a more genuine place, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, so I would say that that's the main difference. Yeah. I mean, so it, it's always been a part of her character. It's just the motivation behind it has changed. I really liked when we had um, the manipulative... Like, I liked manipulative Adeline. I mean, it was a fun character to watch. It was, but the character had to grow. And yeah. I think the it's struggling with the... Losing the Vessen part of you and now having to rewrite who yeah. you are. It's a very interesting dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. I also like that if we're going to see the sweet side of her, uh, especially, I think we saw a moment of it when she, when 
trouble reveals that they know about the baby and she was like what like they're coming after my baby I was like there's there's Adeline like I want to see manipulative to protect her child Adeline yeah gotcha. I think we will I hope uh, so I mean it can only be a, a certain amount of time before she figures out that they have Diana yeah do they or do the royals have Diana I thought the last place we saw Diana was with Meisner on the helicopter and then Meisner had that conversation with Sean and said that it was a trade the trade was they'd kill the king I think Victor has Diana remember we had a whole episode about yeah, this yeah but at the same time you can't really I don't know I you don't can't trust, trust what he's because as far as Renard you're saying we can't trust <laughs> Meisner we can't trust what Meisner says to Renard Got since it. Renard is like a third party in sure. the whole thing so as far as Renard knows he's just this merc that like was hired by the royals to do something so that that essentially uh, placates uh, Renard mm-hmm. and then also allows him to move kind of freely without having to worry about the Diana factor. I think that um, there's a chance that the SGO has Diana. I think there's a bigger chance that Diana is with the Royals and that Victor has her. I mean, I guess we have to find out. I, I guess I assu- I had assumed, like Tari, like that that was all a cover and that Meisner has Diana. Meisner's a liar. He's not a liar. Big old, He's a spy. Just, Big old spire. I'll allow it. Yell's <laughs> like, he can spy on me. <laughs> I did not say that. Um, um, but so anyway. Um, so. Yes. With um, <laughs> the, the question is, wh- when does that become a problem? And what does Trouble, what is Trouble's, why is Trouble back? Ultimately, like I think to she's recruit- been working with these people. Do you think she's there to recruit Nick? Absolutely. Hmm. I mean, she was saying that she that Meisner and Nick need to meet, right? That they need him. That they're gathering Grimm's. That they're fighting this war. I think she's there to recruit him. I think she was on her way to recruit him, got sidetracked with a project, got beat up, <laughs> and that's where we're at. Okay. Um. I had interpreted it as something like she was... I thought that when she arrived at his doorstep, it was like she had gotten to the point where she thought she was going to die, so she was kind of returning home, mm. and that like she felt like he was the only one who could help her or something, uh, which, I mean, is all speculation, but, I mean, that's what I would do. I would return to Nick's house. <laughs> to Nick's uh, loft? Yeah. His warehouse? <laughs> yeah. Bunker? Which, which is funny, because... After all the all the work he went through to make sure that no one knew where he was, it's like, no, 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 no. They've known where you are this whole time. You're never safe. Everything you do is under surveillance. I was thinking the same thing, that, like, no, we're going to live in this bunker because it's the safest place and no one's going to ever find us, except for Trouble and Meisner, who bring the trouble with them. Yeah. Not our friends who help us out all the time. Not the police who are part of the Scooby gang. Yeah. No, no, they can't know where we are. <laughs> no. no. But the SGO, that's who needs to know. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, it just... they they She hacked his phone... From a magical little, like, thing in her speedometer. I mean, I feel like they could have just looked up the, as we said, the GPS on the phone with the thumbprint. I mean, that's what they, yeah. That would have been so much easier. Okay, got it. Yeah, they literally, he literally, like, had one of your tracker devices. I mean, either, she probably was just like, eh, this is more fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I can do this, so I'm gonna. Yeah. Um... 
All right. Well, let's let's break down the um, the actual like bulk of the episode. Sure. Which was the uh, the terrorist attack, the Vesson knocked. Yeah. Um, from uh, the uprising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still uh, the best we have. The Claw or the uprising? Yeah. I haven't heard anyone on the show called the Claw, so I think the uprising. Um, I believe in an interview with Sasha, he said, Black Claw. Oops, was I not supposed to say that? I think that was a thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to find that, it's available on Yell.TV. The Black Claw. <laughs> um, Ironically, always red. Yeah, I also was thinking that. I was like, I don't think it's called Black Claw, but whatever. Well, let's just call the Claw for now until we get clarification. Uprising, Claw, Claw Uprising. Um, the, the Claw. Vesson, the Revolution. Um, claw Uprising. Yes. No. <laughs> um, so they, after they, they take this, it, and they, they wanted a, they had a picture of Monroe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so they kidnapped uh, Xander McJerkface. Yeah. Uh, oh, black shirts. That's what they kept referring to them this episode. Yeah. Black shirts, which I'm like, we found this in your yeah. in your room. <laughs> you own a yeah. black shirt. 999 at Target. Yeah, um, I, uh, I'm wearing a black shirt. Yeah, I have a black shirt on. Um, You're in a gang, guy. Ivan says, Ivan in the chat says that um, that it has been called Black, Caw, black Claw. <coughs> and, um, and Lydia <coughs> confirms it. But also, <laughs> the red Black Claw, that's funny. Uh, that the black shirts is a historical reference. Is it? I didn't know that. We've already given our history lessons, so it's up to you guys. <laughs> yeah, we, we we weren't given that assignment. I think Dylan has that one, and he didn't come to class yeah, today. guys. Damn it, Dylan! <laughs> Damn you, Dylan! Um, but speaking of the black shirts, we meet Billy, played by Madeline Brewer, who is Trisha Miller from season one of Orange is the New Black. Oh. <laughs> um, those who may remember, she's the blonde with the cornrows and the tattoo on her neck. Oh, yeah, that's Season where one. I noticed her. Yeah. I was like, she looks familiar, but... I spent the whole episode being like, I feel like this girl's on meth, and I can't figure out why. <laughs> yep. Um. So, uh, <laughs> it, the rest... The, I mean, so, but why do they have a picture of Monroe if they were... I have a theory. Okay. Okay. So, they took Xander. They knew that Xander... Oh, Xavier. Xavier, whatever. They're right. We've we're, been calling him Xander. Well, we're Buffy fans here. So Xander. I mean, Xander's in jail, so Xavier is yeah. a bad guy <laughs> now. Same. So. Sorry, guys. Thank you, Shadow. Um, <laughs> so Xavier was taken, and they show him the picture because they think he might know Monroe, and Monroe is famously the vessel who's helping the Grim. Right. I believe that's why Monroe is being targeted. They want to get Monroe so that to like lure Nick into the trap, right? As opposed, but this way works out well. For them as well, for yeah, them yeah. too. Well, it, it it got their plan to yeah. the next step, right? Which, as soon as Xavier like looked at the pr- book and then didn't give away the first guy, but gave away the girl, yeah. I was like, "It's a trap." <laughs> what is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. No, mine's the better. Um, <laughs> you guys don't have enough jowl. Do it. That's a trap. <laughs> yeah, sorry, wins. You went, all right. Yeah. You went. Thanks, guys. Uh, oh I'm jowls. doing. I don't know if you know this. I'm doing an impersonation of Sheldon Cooper doing it. <laughs> Just to be clear, yeah, I, yeah. I can only do the Sheldon Cooper doing it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> can you tell me um, more about which episode specifically? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like while they're walking, I'm like, guys, it's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Yeah. 
And, Mon- and Monroe's on the phone. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Rosalie, just yell, it's a trap. Yeah. Yell, set up, something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Monroe stays on the phone while they're running. Yeah. <laughs> so good. She's like, what's happening? We're running away from them. <laughs> I loved Rosalie in this moment. She was such a BA girl. Oh, yeah. Uh, just like grabbing him and punching him <laughs> against the uh, the dashboard. She'll, she is has a rough past and you see it you know oh you see it right there I mean he's like when he like tries to open up the <laughs> yeah. the, the door she's like no bam <laughs> right hook to the face I yes. love her so oh. good I really wanted her to vote I know you did too hmm her to vote would have been I mean, so good I wouldn't have been mad <laughs> <laughs> it's like me and the cat girl Want to make uh, this is getting a real. It's getting weird sometimes watching this show, I, especially with you. No, it's getting great. It's never yeah. weird. Always I never said good. bad. I weird can be great. It's always keep great. Portland weird. <laughs> you know. Nice Vogue. <laughs> Come on. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Um. So it was a trap. It was a trap, <laughs> and the, they get cornered. They're very low on ammo. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But they uh, they get saved. Oh, we're there. <sighs> oh, yeah. I mean... People just start dying left and right, and then they just hear screams, which is harrowing. Um, and then there's this mysterious blonde lady there. Yeah. Um, chilling. Who, did... just to be clear, Meisner let out of a cage. Oh, yes. Um, and that back of the head, all I could think was, that's a silly wig. <laughs> I heard was I, way too I'll be blonde. honest. I thought the same thing. Yeah. Um. I mean, so it was Juliet in the cage. Yeah. yeah. Um. Called it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but to 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 clarify to clear up like the because we we thought we ended this mystery already. Um. I think whatever you're about to say may need to go after the spoiler wall. Because all we've seen in this episode is him letting... No, I was referring to a few episodes ago okay. when we opened the door to the cage and trouble was inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had, it was a hallway of cages. Yeah. But they opened that cage. It was the cage at the end. Multiple hallways of cages. <laughs> uh, cells. Let's be honest. Those are like yeah. cells more than cages. I mean, the only yeah. thing that I could think is that like maybe Juliet was like in there subduing Juliet mm. Mm. I think they're separate cages yeah I think I think all their like I, w- I want to call them rogue agents the ones that are, are like trouble and like Juliet who started out on the outside and had to be brought in to be recruited I think they all hang out in cages or cells for a while just to make sure that they don't go um, AWOL uh, that would be my assumption I thought that they had to be not so much AWOL, but like trained, right? So when we asked why, so part of the training is you have to cage fight Meisner. I need to join the SGO. Um, <laughs> no, so right last episode we talked about why was uh, why was trouble in the cell because she had been bad and needed to be broken in and fight like that's you know how cults work, and so I imagine that. Juliet was taken and they thought we could use this put her in a cage and trained her 
kept her in a cell. It's yeah. kind of like, um, you know, like it, they're spies, right? They take somebody, they turn them. That's how you turn them. You beat yeah. the crap out of them. You reprogram them. Right. Like like in boot camp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know that it needed to, they needed to reprogram Trouble. I think she went, I'm assuming because she went back to the house to warn oh, or help or do whatever with Nick, that was her, be, you know, disobeying orders. Right. She was bad and had to go into the cage. With Meisner. <laughs> oh my god. What a great punishment. <laughs> I also have been bad. <laughs> okay, moving on. Is it time for the spoiler wall? Um Yeah, why don't we uh we have so much more to talk about. We have so much more to talk about, so why don't we uh put up a spoiler alert now? Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler okay, alert! I know spoiler that I alert. see you guys in the chat roll yelling at us. Yeah. We know. We read the articles. I tweeted out the article. Yeah. Yell, um, Yell found this. Nice enough to send it to us. Yeah. But um, it was never said in this episode. Exactly. The, as far as this episode is concerned, it was always just Juliet was standing there in a weird platinum blonde wig. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's um, as much as Nick knows. Yeah. Um, so as much as we know. Yes. But um, the show writer, the showrunners did confirm that this is not Juliet. Um, it is a new character called Eve, yeah. mm-hmm. who will have the memories of Juliet, yeah, but not the emotions. Um, right. Just real quick, according to the article that I did tweet out, um, that HW is battling Black Claw is written straight up in this article. Oh, all right, Black Sweet. Claw. All Kay. right, sure. I don't like it, but go on. <laughs> I also don't like HW. H.W. versus BC. This this Friday night, (laughs) it's Hadrian's Wall versus the Black Claw. Not the, just Black Claw. (laughs) Silly. Anyway. um, Do you think that Hadrian's Wall has what it takes to take down Black Claw? (laughs) I don't know. So, okay, let's talk about Eve. Yes. All about Eve. Um, I don't like... The idea of she has all of the memories. She knows who Nick is to Juliet. She knows who Juliet was to Nick. But no, it's a different person. Well, all right. So this could go one of two ways yeah. for me. Um, this could be something amazing mm-hmm. or it could be something really bad, really <laughs> terrible. Boo says Eve is the winter soldier. I, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, th- this could be something really good. Or really bad, and here's here's why. I okay. mean, like, look, we all we all like Bitsy Tollock as an actress. She's fantastic, and she's been gr- she was great as as Juliet mm-hmm. for these four seasons. Yeah, yeah. But bringing her back just to bring the actress back, like bringing a, a character back from the dead, just to which lowers stakes. Mm-hmm. That's what you risk whenever you bring a dead character back. Is that all of a sudden the stakes on the show are lower because, however, we brought her back from the dead. Why can't we bring the next person back? Right. Um, now I have a feeling it's going to be tied to her being this super hexen beast. Mm-hmm. Um, so that at least is not going to be like uh, yeah, Claire's not, blood. Right. 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 The heroes fans may remember. Yeah. Um, Something you have to ignore, basically. Um, but I think that 
it could be I like the I think I like the idea that like she was she was she died mm-hmm. and then is reborn um is a new person it's like it's yeah well so in the article uh David Greenwald one of the EPs or showrunners or somebody really important on the show mm-hmm. um, says it's a new character Eve who has not been brainwashed exactly but she's been through some incredibly tough training where they broke her down to nothing she's basically a super hex and beast weapon for HW to fight Black Claw um, and there's a big scene in episode 7 where she's a completely different person who doesn't even relate to Juliet anymore because to her Juliet is dead okay I mean this is sort of which is what grim sort of beat uh <laughs> Game of Thrones to the the like that's a theory but go the on the theory I mean it's a theory it is still a theory yeah. the yeah. uh person yeah just to prevent spoilers that is dead but <clears throat> uh person with a different last name yeah is alive right um, um boo says that Eve could be Meisner's lady friend don't hit me yell that's what she wrote. <laughs> Boo, we'll have words later. <laughs> um, I like I like the concept of if you're going to keep this character in because she was by all in for all intents and purposes uh, a really uh, cool character. She's our first like extremely super powered character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like the idea of her staying, and I I think that having her be this like new un unemotional character kind of skips us through the part where everyone's like, uh, how are you, like, reverted? Or, or, oh my gosh, look at everything you've done. Because at that point, she's like, that's not me, it's not who I was, moving on. So it allows you to continue with the story without having to retread old ground. And so I think I like that aspect of it. Yeah, I mean, I like the idea of this person coming back, and it plays with the idea of what are memories... Um, and, like, how is she going to use those things? Mm-hmm. Um, like, does she even want to be with these people? Um, this, like, group of people. Does she care about them in the slightest? Or is is this... But, like, we still want... We still want um, an emotional character. Right. Like, so this character is going to have to be something that comes back like comes it it's, the character's going to have to come in and really just start over. Yeah. They really do have to like that's why I guess the memories thing is a bit of a red flag because uh as long if, as long as they don't lean on it too much, it mm-hmm. should be okay. But if they lean on like her having all these memories a lot, mm-hmm. then it's not going to feel like a new character. But if they really want it to se- if they really want to separate Eve from Juliet, mm-hmm. They need to give her her own unique emotional journey right. that is not connected to her being Juliet. Yeah. I feel like the memories thing is just so they don't have to, like, every time they talk about something, be like, oh, sorry, you don't remember, but blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right. I feel like that's the whole reason she has the memories. Um, I like the idea of them keeping Bitsy and doing this with her, and I think that's such an interesting twist kind of um, but like I would like it to be I worry that we're going to get the the thing that we had when Juliet didn't remember Nick and he was trying to prove that they still loved each other 
um, remember when she was yeah. into yeah. Captain Bernard? Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and so he's going to want to um, try to win her back. And, like, we've seen that. And I feel like if we were going to do this, we should have brought her back once he and Adeline were actually a couple. You know what I mean? So that that's not even an issue. Because now it's still, he has to learn how to work with this person who looks just like his... I don't know that they're right. going to necessarily be working together. How interesting that you think that. She's part of the SGO. If Nick is going to be working with the SGO. Then I feel like it's time to talk about the promo for next week. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next season. Uh, let's season. move into let's move into predictions. And now, Hulu didn't have right. ah. Well, TV. let me tell you what's in the promo. So the promo is for I believe the next half season, not just the next episode. Um, and we have Vesson saying the days of hiding in shadows are over. Meisner's map makes an appearance, which was promised to me in this episode, where he goes, I have a map. Um, and it's all over the world. We meet Eve and that she's not Juliet. Meisner and Nick team up. They need Nick's help. Uh, the council is all dead or almost all dead. Um, there are more keys and they're going to the Black Forest. Yay. That's right. They're leaving Portland. Cool. <laughs> um, so, like, those are all the things I. That's what I was trying to avoid saying earlier. Um, is that I feel like what we're doing now is we're getting. It felt very alias like that now, you know, Renard's probably going to go on and run for some office and die. And then this is a prediction there's no evidence that. Prediction Renard's going to run for office and die. Renard's going to run for office, not just keep supporting yeah. the mayor. He's going to run for something. Which we got that other scene in this episode, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Which okay. was like, they, they've dropped these scenes in that are so disconnected. Yeah, until they go somewhere, they're pointless. Well, yeah. I think, I think they're going to loop back around. Like you, We have to assume that the guy who's running for mayor, what is his name? Andrew Dixon. We have to assume that he's part of like Black Claw. I mean, and mm. so they're going to find a way of, like, essentially pulling Renard into their side. And so then it's someone who's part of the Scooby gang who is on the wrong side for some reason or another. Yeah. I, I would think that that would be the, the whole yeah. place that they're going. Yeah. I um, see that. And I think they're going to end up going to... Um, the The Scooby gang is now going to start working for the SGO, and it's going to be less... They're cops and have to deal with the Vesson of the week, right? Because now Vesson are trying to come, come out, really. Yeah. And um, I think they're going to start working for the SGO, and that's going to become the new reality. It's going to become Alias, hmm. and I like it. Interesting. Each week they go to a different place to fight the Vesson. It does stand again. It stands to reason with our prediction that the uh, the, the Black Claw's main goal is for Vesson to be living in public. Yeah. Um, yeah. If they're going after the council, right? Because the council is the main per- main group that is keeping that keeping it a secret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm really I'm really excited to see that. I'm really excited to see the world like coming into the forefront. Like the, we like explode the mythology. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like really just burst it out um yeah uh yeah uh, i mean i can't i can't beat that prediction because it's it's actually pretty good thanks uh, i'm usually awful with these no it was, it was very well put together so thanks. i'm gonna just say that uh yeah i'm i'm glad that we're kind of expanding beyond portland because in this episode they introduced the idea that this is like a global issue yeah and that like essentially there's this whole side plot line that's going on that it's 
insanely intriguing. There's there's this underground war that no one knows about that is between has Grimm's and Vesson working together to defeat this other group of Vesson. It's insane. That's great, and I'm glad that we're not kind of like hearing it at third party just from our seat in Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's, there's a lot of stuff. It's going to be really exciting. Um, the keys coming back yeah. opens so much potential. Yeah. Get it? <laughs> um, Some, uh, Mr. Goku said uh, that the keys open a portal to another dimension that will be uh, will free a parasitic brainworm. I believe that is a fringe reference. Um, um, I, well, that's a I, shield reference. My bad. Oh, yeah, good call. Um, good call, my bad. But uh, I, I think uh, I would love to see it open up into the history of the Vesson uh, and Vesson origins. I want it. I want it. Grim Riders, make it happen. Um, all right. Until January. Ugh. We're not going to be back until a few weeks into January. I uh, believe the 22nd? I don't know. I want to say. Something like that. Uh, apologize. I apologize if that's not the right date. But you'll know when Grim's on, and then we'll be there following Sunday. Yeah. Right here live at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at AfterBuzz TV. we'll definitely be tweeting out when Grimm is back. Yeah, yeah. totally. Oh, yeah. Um, so until then, Yell Teagle, where can everyone keep up with you? Everyone can keep up with me on Yell.TV. That's Y-A-E-L.TV. I'm also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, everywhere. At Yell Teagle, that's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. And uh, a whole bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, but uh, I guess the big one, uh, Jessica Jones later this week. If you've been watching it, if you've been enjoying it, if you like the character Will Simpson, a.k.a. Spoiler, um, <laughs> yep. you can jo- uh, he'll be joining us tomorrow at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time live in this very studio. So... Until then, till next time, I'm Zach Wilson. Thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.